Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this Monday morning? I'm very well, thank you. I had a very nice trip to Monte Carlo. I really enjoyed myself. The weather was lovely. I enjoyed uh, seeing the uh, the cast from the rally and so forth. And, uh, yeah, that 13 degrees or so that we saw in the uh, Principality was a bit of a shock when I got back to the UK. And I think it was minus six yesterday morning. So it's a bit of a contrast there. But thank you so much for hosting me and, of course, playing a bit of Dolly Parton. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. Always lovely to have you here live in the studio. And, uh, yeah, well, I don't know minus six in the UK because my folks arrived as you left and they're saying it's cold here. I said it can't be as cold as in the UK. It really isn't. It really isn't. There's plenty of snow right across Europe as well. The time I spent in Switzerland last week, an amazing amount. So uh, no doubt the ski operators will be happy after a pretty miserable start to the season. So, uh, yeah, changing conditions everywhere we look. Certainly is. OK, moving on to the markets and reflecting on last week, Hank. Yeah, double-digit UK inflation, falling consumer demand and mixed earnings dampened some of the bullish recovery sentiment that's been driving equity markets higher since the start of the year. The rapid rally, you could say, ran out a little bit of steam as investors questioned how soft the economic landing will be as data continues to deteriorate. Look at the S&P 500 over on Wall Street, fell 7 tenths of 1% over the course of the week, although the benchmark index is still up 3.5% this month. Stock 600 was unchanged over the course of the week. European stocks are up 6.4% during the course of this year on hopes that we'll see a much shallower uh, recession than was originally feared in Europe. In terms of bond markets, Treasury yields notched up a third straight week of declines. Investors assess moderating US inflation, disappointing economic data and downshift statements from Fed officials. Fed fund futures now suggest there's a 99.2% probability the US central bank will slow the pace of the next interest rate increase to 25 basis points. Remember that next meeting's on February the 1st. 10-year Treasury yields fell two basis points last week to finish around 3.5%. Crude prices posted gains for a second straight week as traders start to price in the expected recovery in demand from China as the economy reopens and activity recovers. The International Energy Agency said the ending of COVID restrictions in the world's second largest economy could result in record demand for oil during the course of this year. Brent rose 2.8% last week to just under $88 a barrel. Opening calls on the European bourses are looking positive this morning. Currently calling Euro stocks 50 up 21 points. FTSE 100 in London up 4 points. DAX over in Frankfurt up 86 points. And the retail sales are falling in the UK and the US. Yeah, on both sides of the Atlantic, there are further signs that the multitude of pressures on consumers are moderating demand. UK December retail sales slumped. Uh, in December, the volume of goods purchased in shops and online fell 5.8% year-on-year in December. Worse than 4% fall economists had expected. The sharpest December declined since 1997. Actually, if we exclude fuel, sales fell 6.1%. That's the most since records began back in 1989. In the US, retail sales also fell by the most in the year in December. 
the volume of, sorry, the value, the value of overall retail purchases decreased 1.1% last month after a downwardly revised 1% drop in November. Excluding gasoline and autos, retail sales fell 7 tenths of 1%. Should remember the US figures aren't adjusted for inflation. 10 of the 13 retail categories fell last month, including motor vehicles, furniture and personal care stores. Pressure on real disposable incomes from the ongoing impact of elevated inflation higher interest rates and rising unemployment are expected to materially weaken private consumption growth during the course of this year and weigh on growth prospects in general. And the focus today is on the US fourth quarter earnings season. Yeah, I think for the course of this week, that will be the case. Corporate results will remain in focus. The earnings season continues this week with a further 93 S&P 500 companies reporting fourth quarter results. 11% of S&P 500 companies have already reported their latest figures. So far, 67% of companies have reported EPS above estimates, which is below the five and 10 year averages, according to FactSet data. The blended earnings forecast now stands at minus 4.6%, with financials being revised down over the course of the past week. The final tally does work out minus 4.6%. That would represent the first year-on-year decrease in earnings since the height of the pandemic in the third quarter 2020. Revenue growth expectations have eased, but still remain positive at plus 3.7%. Tech earnings will be grabbing the headlines this week. Results from Microsoft, IBM and Intel due. Analysts are forecasting a 9.8%. 1% decline fourth quarter earnings for US technology sector. That's according to IBIS data. And foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar coming in at 124 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 109. Going to get 1 euro 14 cents for your British pound this morning. You didn't catch country far last night, did you? Uh, no, I'd miss country far. It's, no, it's <laughs> not normally your... <laughs> big on my, uh, on, on my viewing habits. And you... It's. Uh, it's they featured the Isle, of, uh, well, the Isle of Egg. Didn't even know it existed. Did you know the Isle of Egg up in Scotland? No. Oh, I didn't it looks beautiful. No. Does it look nice? It looks absolutely stunning, yes. And apparently they they run their own, well, it's owned by the Isle of Egg Heritage Trust. They've managed on behalf of the community since the uh, buyout of ni- in 1997. So they, they basically own the island and run it themselves. I'll probably stick with the Seychelles, but I'll have a look at it. I'll have a look at <laughs> Check it. Check it out. You, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> well, Hank Potts, have a good Monday. We'll speak to you at the same time tomorrow morning. Uh, absolutely. Speak tomorrow. Hank Potts from Barclays. The phone.